0: hey everybody it's christian this episode ran a little long so it is going to be our first two-parter so uh it may end a little abruptly but here we go Hello, and welcome back to Onyx Test Bench. I am Christian Radcliffe, and I'm joined, as always, by Jennifer Efton. Hello there. Jen, how are you today?
1: I'm doing well today. It's been a busy one.
0: It has been a busy day. That is absolutely true. <laughs> and one of the things here at Onyx that tends to keep us busy is people will, will call in with problems yeah. that they're having with things, whether it's, you know, TVs, Or, you know, Wi-Fi or it's music stuff or, yeah, yeah, I mean, there's really when you're dealing with a a large complex system, Mm -hmm. it could be any number of things. That's right. Um, But we thought that we could talk today about the most common.
1: Most common troubleshooting issues.
0: We do monitor a lot of our client systems. And Mm -hmm. so we know about the problems before they do a lot of the time. And we will see kind of there's a.
1: Patterns. A pattern,
0: yeah, a pattern mm-hmm. of certain things that come through more often than mm-hmm. others. Sometimes and so, full
1: neighborhoods with sure, table boxes. Yeah, uh,
0: or, which is a super nice feature of the monitoring <laughs> system we use. Whenever you <laughs> see this entire neighborhood's out, we can send a text message before. Yes. And anything mm-hmm. starts rolling in before anybody even knows about it. Oh, there's an outage in our area. Just wanted to let you know. Type of deal.
1: But Super proactive, but not everybody has a control system. No. For those who don't this podcast is geared towards them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So let's say that the number one most common thing that either through Onyx or just through people that I know problems that people have is just with TVs.
1: Yes. Let's start with TVs. Yeah. Great. Great place to start.
0: Whether you're watching a cable box or it's a Blu-ray or it's Netflix through this thing or or that or whatever, it just seems like unless you've just got a TV mm-hmm. with maybe one thing connected to it where you just turn it on and it's always on the same input mm-hmm. and you just, you have your, uh, your cable remote and you just hit power and it just kind of turns everything on and that's all it does. Mm-hmm. Then if it's more complex than that, then it's very easy to run into problems.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely, and there's,
0: there's just a lot of things that have to line up for all of it to work correctly. So I thought we would kind of start there. So, the number one first thing that you should always do in pretty much any troubleshooting scenario. So Across of, the board. No matter what. Of all the things that I'm going to deal with today, this is going to be step one <laughs> on all of them.
1: It's the most easy step, but mm-hmm. it's also the easiest one to forget when you're in a little bit of a panic.
0: Yeah, yeah. You can skim right over the top of it, and you just want to start going and unplugging things and yes. looking for this. When really just... Turn it off.
1: Step one, turn it off.
0: Yeah, turn it off, give it a couple of minutes, Mm -hmm. turn it back on.
1: I think patience is really important here, right? Yeah. Turn it off, just wait a minute, Mm -hmm. and then turn it back on. Sure.
0: Walk away, go do whatever thing you got to do, you know, get on your phone for a minute, whatever you've got to do.
1: Let it go. Right. Let it go.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't, Don't just off on.
1: Right. On. Cause give it a will, second.
0: Yeah, you'll cause more problems than you're fixing yes. when you're doing that. So switch it off, wait for it, switch it back on. Not longer than that, like 30 seconds, a minute, something like that. Mm-hmm. Long enough for if you're in a theater, like a home theater with a mm-hmm. projector, give it five minutes.
1: Absolutely. Cause that the projector needs to cool down mm-hmm. and to turn itself back on. Yeah. So I think. Turning off and on is the most important thing. Step Mm. one, also patience. Yeah. That's something to remember.
0: Absolutely. There have been times, even super recently, where I will forget about the turning it off and on. And then whenever (laughs) I find out that's what fixed it, (sighs) I can't even explain it. I'm like, why would that fix it? The problem they were having, nothing pointed it to being some simple little off and on again problem. Yeah. I'm I'm thinking it's much more complex. There's a bad piece of hardware. Something mm-hmm. is going on. That's like, right. It will fix things that are just kind of the why isn't this working? There's no good explanation. Yeah. There's just some little piece of the puzzle that didn't line up right that's when everything's right. switched on. You switch it off back on. I'm gonna say I would give it an easy 80% of the time. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's gonna
0: fix problems.
1: I think something to remember here that's really important to point out is that at the end of the day, all of the things we're troubleshooting are – it's all tech, mm-hmm. and it's all tied back to some kind of processor. Mm-hmm. And the thing to remember is it's never going to be 100% perfect. Sure, I think that's an easy thing to miss because it's so close to perfect because mm-hmm. we're we're on it all the time. It's on all the time, whether it's your phone or your TV or your computer, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You're used to having it going most of the time. So then when it is a little bit buggy – it feels like it's a, a super sophisticated thing that must be wrong, right. but it's tech. Sometimes it just needs a simple reset.
0: Right. That's absolutely true. So the second thing that I like to look for whenever I'm troubleshooting problems with the TV, because a lot of times you'll have your source, which mm-hmm. is your cable box or your Apple TV or whatever it is you're watching, and then You might have a, like a surround sound receiver. Mm -hmm. If you've got 5.1 or 7.1 surround sound going on in your house, you're going to have another part Mm -hmm. in between. And then that is going to connect to your TV.
1: Okay. And so you've got those three parts Mm -hmm.
0: and each one of them may or may not have even turned on when it was supposed to.
1: Ah, so then it's looking at individual Mm -hmm. pieces of the equation, to find the variable that's causing the trouble. Right. Okay. So the
0: first thing I like to go through, okay, I've got three parts. I'm trying to watch cable. Mm-hmm. It runs through the surround sound. And there's a TV. Are all three of them powered on?
1: Are they all on?
0: Yeah. And so often people will be like, oh, no, the TV didn't turn on. Mm. I, I can hear sound, but mm-hmm. there's no video. I thought there was a problem. Mm-hmm. They reach up. You hit the power button on the TV. Mm-hmm. Switches on you know, crisis averted. Everything's fine. Yeah, but whenever whenever the game's on and you've got people over. Oh,
1: that panic trying, sets in, right? You
0: will never <gasps> ever think to yourself, oh, I just got to push the power button on the TV.
1: I think that is that is an interesting point is that especially when you're used to using a universal remote mm-hmm. that's controlling all three things, your mind forgets that there are three variables in the equation. Right. So if you're troubleshooting and you've turned it off and you've turned it back on and that doesn't do it, Look at the three variables Mm. are all three on
0: the next thing that you're going to want to look for is if something isn't powered on, can you power it on with the actual power button?
1: Okay. Manually powering it on.
0: Yeah. Because sometimes like say there is a problem Mm -hmm. and you look at the surround sound receiver and instead of having a red light, like it normally has when it's off, it has like a blinking light and you go to it and you press the power button. Because you turned it all off and turned it back on and nothing changed. Mm-hmm. You press that power button, nothing happens. Mm-hmm. If you press the actual power button on the device and nothing happens, there is a problem with that device.
1: It's just not powered right. or it's dead. Something and The has outlet
0: happened. that it's plugged into on a power strip may have gone out. Yes. Things like that. I mean, so there's a lot of little mm-hmm. things that give it. But if you can't turn it on manually... Mm-hmm. With the actual button, then you can just set the remote down because it doesn't have anything it's to not do with remote. Anything for you. It's not the other devices or anything going on. It's you found piece. it. You figured out the problem. Yeah. Congratulations. Uh, <laughs> now you just got to figure out what is its problem. Yeah. If it doesn't have power at all, I'll take it. I'll plug it into a different outlet. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe something that I know is working mm-hmm. was in that. And so you just kind of plug that, switch them around and see. That's right. Yeah. It
1: could be the plug.
0: Yeah. Oh, look, it powered right up could be the breaker. Good to go. It definitely could be a breaker. Mm -hmm. If it's a breaker, you may have more than one piece out. Like that may be looking like you've hit the remote and nothing turns on Mm. type of deal. So bad day. Yeah. If you do have like, say, a uh, surround sound receiver and Mm -hmm. it just isn't powering on, you've got a blinking light or your Apple TV has like a a little rapid blinking light or Mm -hmm. your TV, something like that. If you can find the actual power cord for it, unplug it. Okay. Give it... Be on the safe side and give it five minutes. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Plug it back in. That lets all the capacitors, everything inside of it, everything's discharged. Plug it back in. See if it powers up then.
1: See if it powers up. And if you're using a universal remote, I think it's a common thing where people are afraid, well, if I unplug something or if I turn it on manually, it'll be out of sync. Mm -hmm. So the thing to remember here is, yes, you will be out of sync. Mm -hmm. Getting it back into sync with universal remote will be the next step. Mm -hmm. But just trying to figure out what variable is wrong. Is the biggest priority. Sure, first.
0: that's the number one hurdle. Okay, once you figure out what's wrong, a lot of times just turning everything off and back on mm-hmm. that'll sync everything back up I most mm-hmm. of the time. So the final thing that you're going to look at: say everything turned on, mm-hmm. right? Everything has power.
1: Everything has lights on. Yeah,
0: everything looks somewhat normal. Mm-hmm. The next biggest problem that we have is something didn't switch to the right input. So yes. your TV a lot of times it could have four HDMI inputs on Mm -hmm. it. And sometimes you have different things plugged into each one. Sometimes you have everything's plugged into your receiver, Mm -hmm. your surround sound, and then that's plugged into your TV. And so you just have to know, unless you have, like with the Control 4, like the home automation stuff that we use, we use devices that have separate commands for every input. Mm -hmm. And so it's really hard for our stuff to get out of sync. But if you have a device that doesn't use, we call this discrete code.
1: Discrete code, just yeah. a universal remote that's using discrete code.
0: Yeah. So if, if you are just have one that's just toggling inputs mm-hmm. and things like that, or or maybe you're using the cable remote and it doesn't necessarily know what input to switch anything to, you have to manually do it mm-hmm. just knowing, oh, let's check the TV. It's supposed to be on HDMI one. Oh, it's on HDMI two. Mm. There's your problem. You There's know? your problem. Or my surround sound receiver when I'm watching cable is supposed to be on cable and for some reason it's on aux or it's on blu-ray or something like yes. that you go down there and you press the button all of a sudden you've sorted it out
1: now would that be the button on the tv for inputs
0: if so your tv has input buttons mm-hmm. and your surround sound has input buttons
1: and those need to match each and other
0: they each need to be I I can't give like a blanket like Mm -hmm. what it needs to be, and it's not necessarily like each one needs to be set to cable or something Mm -hmm. like that, but if you know my surround sound is connected to HDMI 2.
1: I see. Okay. You
0: just need to make sure TV is, in fact, on HDMI 2. Okay. Go ahead and verify that. Mm -hmm. Make sure, yeah, that one's on the right one. This one's on the wrong one. Mm -hmm. Something like that. Okay. And then beyond that, it's going to be something like maybe a cable came unplugged Mm -hmm. or something like that, and unless you're the person who hooked it up... You might be getting into trouble digging around mm. behind a surround sound receiver. Tricky situation. Sticking your hand behind a TV and checking all the cables. Like you might do more damage <laughs> than good. This You're has like, happened before. Yeah. So when I started, I only didn't have cable. Now I only have nothing. Mm. And <laughs> so, but anyway, check I think your inputs. if you check for power, mm-hmm. everything turned on. You check to see if you can manually turn things on that are not on. Mm-hmm. You make sure that everything is on the right input. You're probably going to get your TV fixed. You're in good I'm, I'm going to put you into the like 99% category. <laughs> You've sorted out all the problems. There you go. So the next thing that I get a lot of calls on, and maybe not all the time because we're not necessarily a computer servicing company, mm-hmm. but because the computer is on the networks that we set up Mm -hmm. and everything else like that. And then we too tend to support a lot of these
1: occasional. Yeah. yeah.
0: And that is just, people are having problems with their computer being slow, not doing the things that it's supposed to do. And over time, computers are going to slow down just because wear and tear and and all that kind of stuff. But also things can affect Mm -hmm. your computer to make it. So like, I know I've had a very new computer Mm -hmm. and before you know it, something has happened. And it's just running super slow, and you have to go digging around and figure out what the problem is. Mm. And then you oh, something got deleted or not deleted. Something got installed that you weren't intending, or somebody else, space. yeah, decided. Oh, I'm going to switch on this thing that's going to back up all of our home videos mm. onto your computer. <laughs> and so all of a sudden, you <laughs> all just, twenty
1: thousand of your photos, yeah, you have
0: crushed the hard drive, and so now there's just no room left. So,
1: what would step one be for so, computer troubleshooting?
0: Step one on computer troubleshooting, you're going to be shocked. You're going to turn it off (laughs) and give it a minute, and then you're going to turn it back on.
1: Now, turn off completely or restart?
0: There may be no difference. Mm -hmm. That is a possibility. Mm -hmm. Me, personally, Mm -hmm. I turn it off. Turn it off. I turn it off. I let all the lights go out. Mm -hmm. I wait for it. I wait for it.
1: like you were saying with the TV, the capacitor, mm. I can see how that would be the same thing on the computer. It just needs to rest. Right. Just needs a minute.
0: I let fans stop blowing mm-hmm. the works, whatever's happening. I mean, I don't pull batteries out of my laptop or anything like that. No. I, I don't unplug it from the wall at this point, but I do turn it off,
1: turn it off. Okay.
0: Give a little bit power back on, see if that mm-hmm. hasn't fixed your problem okay. because chances are
1: that That'll fixed fix your it.
0: problem. Yes. Maybe there was something running. Maybe you in the background, you didn't realize that, but you had a hundred mm. things running mm. and now you have zero things running and you're shocked because it runs so much faster. Like, yes, I have done that. Mm-hmm. If you look at my work computer right now on yeah. the computer that we are recording this on, there are probably 15, 16, all the time, different programs running on it yeah. all the time. And that that takes that's just so
1: much, fortunately
0: it's a nice computer and it can handle it, mm-hmm. but really whenever I close it and open it back up, I'm like, Oh my goodness, this computer is so fast. It's, so fast. it's shockingly fast. <laughs> and then I'm like, Oh, cause it's only doing one thing
1: right now. That's right.
0: And it's thanking me for it. It's like, Oh, Christian, <laughs> I can finally show you what I can. Do. I
1: can breathe. Yeah. You know, so, so after turning it off and on, if that still doesn't do it, what's mm-hmm. step number two?
0: So the thing that I have had the most success with helping people fix really slow computers or computers mm-hmm. that are just having like mm, problems is how full is your hard drive? Mm. Yes. It's your
1: storage capacity.
0: You have to have a certain amount of free space for your computer to just do things. Yeah. To just run. And I didn't realize that early on Mm -hmm. in my computer using experience. Mm -hmm. And I let a computer get completely full. (gasps) No. Like completely, absolutely like one kilobyte or something. of space left (laughs) full, totally full. And we didn't have to, like, throw it away, but I had mm-hmm. to take the hard drive out, like, plug it into another computer, like, pull things off of it, or, you know, back things up, reform it. Like, it was a huge deal. A
1: huge ordeal. Just watch your storage capacity. Yeah.
0: I'm hoping that computers today won't let you do that. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll just be like, sorry. Sorry about you, you don't get to do anything else no. until you've deleted something. Like, I see some things like that pop up occasionally. Right. But still... Um, Like backing up your phone mm-hmm. to your computer mm-hmm. takes up a lot of room.
1: And now you can just back up to the cloud. Sure. Skip the computer itself, yeah. back up to the cloud. It's safer anyways.
0: <clears throat> that takes up a lot of space. Yeah. Yeah. So you can kind of get rid of that. So there are different ways of seeing how much Space, how much free space you have okay. on your computer. Mm-hmm. And uh, everybody at Onyx, everything around here is super Apple centric. Yes. And so I will kind of start there. Up in your very top left hand corner, mm-hmm. there's a little Apple. Mm-hmm.
1: And mm-hmm.
0: if you click on it, there will be an about. Okay. And then yeah. when you go to about, there'll be a little storage tab okay. thing. You can mm-hmm. click there and it will show you how much room you have. it will mm-hmm. be like a little graph and it will tell you how much space is taken up by photos and how much is videos and how much is applications and how much is something called other.
1: Yeah. So much other, right?
0: Yeah. Other will take up like everything on your whole computer all of it. before you know it. And I have been told that that is attachments and emails. And when people like, say you have messages set up on your computer and you have a friend who sends you like a thousand gifts a day and mm-hmm. things like that, that is other.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah. So getting rid of other, um, isn't the easiest thing in the world to no. do. You can just delete all the email accounts on your computer and then set them back up. Mm-hmm. And then, so any email that you haven't clicked on mm-hmm. to open that, because that all gets, just get saved in these little I see. backgroundy places Hole that you'll pockets. never find. Yeah. On your computer. Uh-huh. Other. Mm hmm. So that is a way you can get rid of it. Or you can make it to where your messages only keeps messages for a certain amount of time, Mm -hmm. things like that. But I know that, like, I need a lot of that. Sometimes, like, somebody told me, oh, here is this piece of information you super need. And Mm -hmm. instead of just writing it down somewhere, I'm just like, oh, I'll just save it in messages. And I'll scroll back through years and years of messages (laughs) looking for this. (laughs) We
1: all do it. (laughs) Yeah, because
0: that's mega efficient. Um, (laughs) But how much space is on your hard drive? Yeah. Now, on Windows, if you go to the start button, Mm -hmm. bottom left hand corner, and then go to computer Mm -hmm. and then you'll see in there somewhere your C drive and a lot of times right there it'll just tell you
1: how much storage. How much
0: storage yeah you've got available. Okay. So whenever you see that you only have a sliver of free space left, Mm -hmm. there is your problem.
1: That's the time to make a decision.
0: Yeah. You're going to go through, you're going to uninstall programs that you don't need Mm -hmm. anymore. You're going to go through your photos that you have on there and back them up to something else Mm -hmm. and then delete them off your computer. Things like that. You're just going to have to free up some space.
1: Free up some space or go buy a new computer.
0: Go buy a new computer, take it someplace and say, I'm out of space. I need a bigger hard drive. And they'll take it and they'll clone it and they'll... They'll fix you up.
1: They'll do it all for you. Yeah, especially if you deal with Apple.
0: Right. I am a big proponent of just buy the biggest hard drive
1: always that is offered
0: for that computer yes. because in a couple of years' time, like the amount of storage that you thought was huge mm-hmm. is going to be laughable.
1: Be tiny. Yeah, yeah.
0: and people be like, "So your phone has." Eight gigs? <laughs> the operating system is like seven and a half. <laughs> right. What are you doing with your phone? Nothing. That's Nothing. what you're doing. You're not doing a darn thing. No. So get the biggest hard drive that you can get. I like that. It's and a good then rule. RAM. Maybe I'm getting nerdy talking about RAM. Mm. Get all the RAM you can get. In Just your computer. ask for all the RAM. All the RAM. Yeah. You're at the Apple store and you're like, I need a big hard drive and mm-hmm. all the RAM. Yeah. And they will know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. And be like, this person is a
1: genius. Yeah, look out for your future self.
0: They're making the right call. That's right. Because unless you're getting a new computer a year from now, where where the minimum standards a year from now Mm -hmm. will be suitable, just just do it up.
1: Go for the gold. Get the proper computer. Be the champion.
0: Step three, Mm -hmm. there is a program for Mac called Mac Big Files Finder. And I was dying for hard drive space. And this program, Big Files Finder, you just tell it how big of a file you want to find. Say Mm -hmm. I want to find everything on my computer. That's over a gig. Okay. And it will go through scan your whole computer and it will just list them there.
1: How lovely. And
0: at the time I was editing a bunch of videos Mm -hmm. and whenever you edit a video, it like takes the project and all of the files for the project and saves them in this library that you're never, ever going to find. And unless you go and delete that project, Mm -hmm. they just take up space on your computer. And it's like, it hasn't been compressed or in anything. So it's like raw. It's a
1: lot of space. Humongous
0: files wow. in there. And I'm looking in there. And like, so my computer had a terabyte. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how do you fill up a terabyte?
1: Wow. How does that even happen?
0: And it was because I just had like one project, maybe 150 gigs mm-hmm. of okay. stuff. And so this big files finder is like, oh, pop, 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 pop. Mm-hmm. I see what they are. Mm-hmm. I finally figure out what's going on, delete them all out. All of a sudden, like three quarters of my hard drive, I Interesting. have it back. I use it pretty frequently
1: Wow! and
0: I'll kind of step it down. I may start at a gig Mm -hmm. and then I'll go at 500, you know, and I'll kind of go down until I'm like, Oh, these are just normal files. Mm -hmm. I've gotten down to the door and I have plenty of room on my computer again. Mm -hmm. And I'm really happy. So
1: Mac BFF.
0: Yeah. BFF, big files finder. I think it's free even
1: how lovely.
0: And I use it all the time. If it isn't free, it's cheap because I don't buy like super expensive things Mm -hmm. off of the the Apple app store. I don't Mm -hmm. know why not. But I just don't.
1: That sounds like a good one. Yeah. Step four. What yeah. would you say? If So you've done, you've turned it off. You've turned it on. Mm-hmm. You've looked at the hard drive space. Mm-hmm. You've uninstalled programs that you didn't need. Mm-hmm. You've backed up and deleted things. Mm-hmm. You've looked at Mac BFF. Mm-hmm. You're still in trouble. If
0: you're still in trouble, this is definitely going to apply more for the Windows people of the world. Mm-hmm. But there is a super real chance that you've got a virus.
1: You know, I get emails every now and then mm-hmm. from a few people that I know have Windows computers mm-hmm. and they definitely have a virus.
0: Yeah, it happens. Mm-hmm. Just they're just everywhere. It's like there are so many just ridiculous things out there and it's just people who are trying to leverage your computer to do attacks on other computers mm-hmm. to do this or that. Like I don't know how people are out there making money off of sending emails for contact lenses or whatever it is that you're getting <laughs> in the mail. But they're out there. They are. And they are super taxing on your computer mm-hmm. and it's gonna make everything run really slow. And maybe they're digging around in your computer trying to find banking information or, mm-hmm. or whatever's going on. So could be a virus.
1: Okay. If, what do you do?
0: Well, um, there are different antivirus programs that you can run. Do you, you have know, a favorite? I've always been a fan of AVG. Okay. But that was back when I was a Windows user. Yeah,
1: I'm a little bit out of that game because yeah. I only use Apple. They so, protect me from viruses.
0: Yeah, Apple is pretty good about not really having I mean, people can still do things on a Mac, mm-hmm. but the way that the programs work on a Mac is a little different. And so
1: Yes. Okay, AV, AVG
0: AVG mm-hmm. but really I would probably take it somewhere.
1: Take it and let a professional look at it. Yeah. Have
0: somebody take a look at it at that point. Like if Mm -hmm. you've kind of gone through everything else, you've got got plenty of hard drive, got plenty of RAM. Mm -hmm. This thing is still just running mega slow. Probably time to take it in somewhere.
1: Okay. Good to know.
0: Is a bummer. Just be super, super careful when you're online.
1: Yeah. Where
0: you go. I mean, just like there's just, you can pick them up anywhere. Yes. It's just, it's ridiculous. Yes. So, or just, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and tell you to buy a Mac, but it, <laughs> it would hurt.
1: A little plug for Apple yeah. here and there. Um, it is a nice thing that I i don't mind missing. I, I just haven't had to deal with that in so long. It's really yeah. nice.
0: Well, I used to handle IT for our whole company and mm-hmm. we had a mix of Macs and Windows computers yeah. and all these things running. And I was always having to mess with and fix the PCs yeah. and I never had to work on the apples ever. It's
1: amazing. Like
0: I would have to help people sign into their email. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of the extent of, of, of tech support with the apples. I mean, maybe set up a printer. Yeah. I mean, like it's just a totally different world, different world. So I'm going to mention this though. If you're looking to just speed up your computer mm-hmm. and you want things to run faster, if your computer does not have a solid state hard drive, Okay. All right. Cause uh-huh. there's two kinds of hard drives you can get. There's the kind that actually has the disc inside that spins. And then there's the kind that's just like a giant flash drive kind of okay. like, a, like, like a giant thumb drive on your computer. The solid state hard drive is what that's called.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So much faster.
1: Just by that.
0: Just like if you're going to go upgrade and you're like, oh, I'm out of hard drive space get the solid state
1: solid state
0: yeah, is what you want. Yeah. Just like if, if the guy at the computer store or whatever, like if you're going to shop for a new computer and you're mm-hmm. like, I'm really interested in a solid state hard drive. They'd be like, Oh, that's a great choice. They are mm-hmm. so fast. Especially if you can see a side by side on, uh, like if you just go on YouTube, I know there's side by sides comparing, like I'm going to open a hundred programs off of this typical hard drive. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to open a hundred programs off of this solid state hard drive. The regular computer might take a couple of minutes, where the solid state uh, one might take 10 or 15 seconds. Like it's just pow, pow, pow,
1: pow. Interesting. Everything
0: is just so fast. Okay, so, that's a good rule. Yeah, your computer's running super slow. Look at a solid state hard
1: drive. Got it. Yeah, SSD. Good SSD. Yeah.
0: That is going to wrap part one. Be sure and check out next week for part two. Thanks a lot.
1: To stay connected, follow us on Facebook at Onyx Test Bench.